0: Savage Mind Podcast listeners, man, I hope everyone had a great week. I hope you're still having a good week. I hope you're about to get ready to enjoy family. Uh, for those of you who still have a mother in your life, um, just like any family, the person that raised you, that doesn't always mean blood. I hope you feel blessed. I hope that y'all have somewhat of a functioning relationship and uh, i hope you do not take each each other for granted uh, mother's day is coming up uh, and i will be doing a bonus podcast on that for those that want to tune in this is savage Mind podcast i'm jason the brand of savage mind designs the fucking message is, and the mission is savagery uh this is savage lifestyle that's what it is this mission statement, this definition, which I I recommend you and encourage you to go back and listen to the other podcast, or go listen to any of my past videos or the brand. Uh, man, it's fucking good weather outside. This is getting to be my time of year. This is when I feel like I thrive. Um, <clears throat> if you're listening, hey, uh, Spotify, that's where it seems to Spotify and Apple podcasts. That seems to be who most of my listeners come from, and I'm grateful for all of you. If it's one or it's every podcast, I think you should listen to all. (laughs) But, you know, hey, uh, I listen to a lot of different material. I study a lot of different material, and uh, sometimes I'll study one podcast, and I had meant to get back to another one. I'll be 10 or 15 episodes behind, and I usually try to do that when I'm doing some work, like if I'm working around the house. Uh, if I'm at work, where I can listen to it through my Bluetooth, I spend a lot of my time doing that, so I'm not interrupted. My working out and running time is for music. I don't listen to podcasts while I'm working out or running. Uh, it, just, it just it doesn't it doesn't go well with my pace. Uh, I, that's my time. I clear out my head because this is the truth. I can't. Eat, only some people will get this. Some of us take in so much content, and I really. Whew, I'd say last five to seven years, especially the last four, I take in so much between audiobooks, between podcasts, between workshops, between seminars. And a lot of people don't even, people know about a fraction of the shit we work on because we don't post it all. We post some of it. Again, I just talked about this in some of my posts. If you take a selfie, we all do it. I do it as well. If you take a selfie, you tag yourself in somewhere, you put some fucking quote or some scripture or something, then you attach it to a selfie. Does it make it more effective? If you tag yourself every time in it, does it make it more effective? I just did a post here recently. I probably put in about 150 to 250 days a year of working out and running. How much do I really put on social media? And there's people that fucking can stomp down on me with how many days they do it. I do other stuff the other days. I didn't do that a few months ago. I didn't do it for one month. I didn't do it for six months. I've been doing that consistently for fucking years. We are what we do, not what we'll say we'll do. So Mother's Day is upon us. Uh, For me, I don't have my mother anymore. And that's going to be for another podcast. I miss her dearly. Uh, I love her. Think about her every day almost. Pretty much every day. And there's pretty much for people like me, nearly all, mostly all of our family is gone. And we didn't have a lot to start with. But you know what? We're still not the victims in this world. There's people who's got it worse. You don't see us sitting on here uh, uh, making ourselves the victim and looking for sympathy. And uh, a lot of people say they're going to give you prayers and they're not. Uh, That's just good to say. We do a lot of things that are socially acceptable on social media for popularity. So we look like good people. It doesn't mean we actually have to be good people. Remember, there's a difference between a nice guy, a nice person, and a genuinely good person. It's your fucking character, not your reputation. We'll talk about that later too. Uh, This was actually a podcast I had planned already. And this is probably, you know, this will be more than one parts because there's so many. This is part two. I have not not did part two really in probably a year or almost a year. And I've had my podcast for about 14 months now, something like that. And uh, this is something that people get really offended by. This is something that people really get their feelings hurt by. We are very defensive and we think it doesn't apply to us. And it's our family. It's our children. It's what goes on within families. And this is Toxic Family 101, part two. That's what this is. And there's going to be more. You know, like I always say, it might be the next podcast, it might take six months. It depends on what's lined up next. Uh, I feel like I need to pop in there and I do a bonus episode on Mother's Day i'd like to do that this is my third mother's day coming up without my mother which also happens to be sometimes her birthday falls on mother's day which is uh sucks a little worse kind of like my dad's birthday of course my dad's been gone mostly all my life i only had him for a little bit less than four years so over the years the memories start to fade and um his, his birthday is usually father's day so uh I got Mother's Day coming up and my mom's birthday. So we'll talk about that later. Uh, There's other people that have less. I get it, you know. Um, I want to talk... This is so important. And anybody that knows me personally or I talk to... You know what? I don't even care if it's a fucking stranger. I say this a lot because it's true. We defend family at all costs. We think everyone does shit except our family. We think... Someone else's children did it. It's someone else's parents. It's someone else's grandparents. It's someone else's siblings. And then when the reason we get pissed off, if someone says, we're not talking about attacking someone's character when it's not true. The reason we get mad and pissed off is when people say stuff, usually about our children, about our siblings, about our family, or about us, is we're more pissed off that it's true than it's not true. That's the fact. Because it's very transparent and obvious on social media that we don't get pissed off about being fake. We don't get pissed off about backstabbing. We don't get pissed off about sugarcoating. We don't get pissed off about any of that. People can be fake as fuck and have no authenticity. And we don't care. As long as it smooths things over and we don't have to deal with it until the shit comes to our front door. Until it's real life. And then we have to. So let's jump right into it. Uh, some of the things I think about is I don't think most families know that sometimes look, I've said this and I'll always say this like many things. Family is, is supposed to be your biggest support support cast. There's, y'all are all supposed to we're all supposed to blend men together. We're supposed to be each other's backbone, we're supposed to help one another. Encourage each other. Lift one another up. But we're all of those things. Help someone in need. Lend a helping hand. When they fall down, reach your hand out and help them. What we're not supposed to do, talk to any fucking professional. And the reason some of you don't is because you don't want to hear what you already know. Family can help you in so many ways, and it should be that way. And they can also ruin your fucking life. Most families do not know they're toxic. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, just pop my second one open. Fridays really don't mean too much to me today. Uh, It's a Modelo. It's cold. It's good. It's only number two. Just barely opened it. Just barely started my second one. Uh, Fridays, Thursdays, Saturdays, it doesn't matter. To me, I got work to do no matter what. And that isn't always to do with my full-time employer. I get up the next morning, I get back to work the same way. Unless I'm on vacation. Because we build a life that we do not try to run from and get away from. If you live for the weekend, every weekend, then the cold hard truth is you're trying to get away from your life during the week. That's the truth. You should work on building a life that you do not want to run from. Party your life away. Look, I've did plenty of partying. I've said that in the past podcast. I'll party more a little bit in the future. I'll do it a little bit different these days just because I got so many more priorities that I put on myself. But you should work on creating a life that you don't want to run from, that you don't want to forget about, that you don't want to fucking feel like that you got to run away or get fucked up all the time. That's the truth. And what happens is, we don't want to identify who these people are, so it might require you to actually get rid of your spouse or the people around you, and we don't want to do that. Well, y'all, some of y'all don't want to do that. People like us don't have no problem getting rid of people. When it comes to toxic family, we often don't identify our families like that. Again, it's always somebody else. Our kid didn't do it. My brother didn't do it. Miho didn't do it. As fam. You really think... That that's what makes people productive adults. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go back and forth here. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna go over what I've seen, what I've experienced throughout my life, and some of the families that I I was always there was families I was close to because I didn't have a big family, and I used to always think, and to some of them I still think this way. Man, I wish I you know. That's how a family supposed to be. And then I would look back years later and I would think, when I got educated myself more, became more aware, and I would go, fuck, why haven't they got their shit together? Why can't they get out on their own? Why can't they keep a job? Why can't they pay their own fucking bills? Why do they keep fucking up? And you know why? Because their family allowed that. Their family always made it okay. Look. If you got a bailout plan all the time, it does your family doesn't have to have money because I know a lot of families that will break themselves. You ain't talking about going to jail and things like that. Look, I've been let me backtrack on this. If anybody ever decides to go there about the situation with my son, I've been very fucking vocal about it. You don't hear no excuses come out of my mouth. So again, y'all would some of y'all would love to use that, but you fucking can't. And the same people that try to use that, go fuck yourselves. That's what I say. Because it doesn't mean shit to me. It ain't nothing I, I haven't already said. See, that's what a lot of people want. They want to be able to do that. They want to know that that bothers you. They want to know they have ain't nothing. They ain't nothing that people can tell me that I don't know. But that's for a different podcast. We'll get back to that later. So, where is the cutoff point with family? When you have, when your children are adult age and they live with you. There ain't nothing wrong with moving back home. There ain't nothing wrong with the go-between. There ain't nothing wrong with grandparents helping out. But where does it stop? When does it stop? Does it ever stop? How about people that never move out? Grown children with children that never leave. They got an in-house babysitter. They they don't pay no bills there. Or they pay very few. Their money is spending money. And then really the grandparents are really the fucking parents. Let me tell you something. Adult-age children with children. If you live with your fucking parents and they don't make you pay bills and you can leave your kids there every time you want to go somewhere, even if you don't party that much, if they still cook clean for you and they pay all the bills, you're not a fucking adult and you are only their older sibling. Your parents are the fucking parents. So, you know, here's the thing. Don't, if you... If we raise our kids in that manner, expect to be raising your grandkids as well. Quit calling them adults. Quit giving them credit that they're doing a good job as a parent. You're the fucking good parent, grandparents. They're fucking not. We'll dive more into this later. I'll break these down into each category. Other observations I notice. If you ever notice a family that there's a lot of them in the community, they some of them live together, we're not talking about like for a few months or a year or whatever, that they live in the same community or a same, t- same town. You will find common characteristics among them. They don't even realize how toxic they are. And if you look inside that family and you dig deep, uh, excuse me, you don't even have to dig deep. There's usually one or two people that are there for everybody. The rest of them reap the benefits of it. So when someone comes along, I've had this conversations in multiple multiple families that I know that I'm, I've been involved in in my life that are that I love dearly. If there's somebody that comes to everybody's rescue, that always answer ever most of the time when people call, they need to borrow money, they need they, they always need something. These people that get a, get used and taken for granted for. Do not want outsiders, people like me, who will come and expose that and bring it to their attention. Because we become the enemies. Y'all y'all understand what I'm saying? There will always be that wonder. It's kind of like when people say, I'm staying in a town or I'm living uh, close to my mom. There are people, or their mom or dad or their parents, whichever, if both of them are living or one. They'll tell you that they stay close. Because they they want to look after their parents getting older, and that they love their family more. Look, we're, no, nobody's discrep nobody's, nobody's saying that people don't love their parents. For most people, love their parents or their parent, whatever the roles they play in their life. But here's the truth: in a toxic family, usually the kids or somebody stays around because the parents are their fucking safety net. They're their bailout plan. They're their fucking go-to. They're their emergency fund. That's why these people don't stray far. Does that sound familiar like anyone you know? Also, the person that gets taken ag- gets taken advantage of and taken for granted, whether it be one, it don't always have to be the parent. It could be a nephew. It could be an uncle. It could be an aunt. That If someone comes along like me and they identify that and they bring it to their attention, hey, they're getting taken... Event. Hey, they use you. Hey, you're always at their disposable. disposal. They never show up for you. They never check on you. They never see how you're doing. They never give you one bit of compliment. But as soon as they call on you, you fucking jump. I can go down the list on this. When someone comes along like me And we fucking acknowledge it. We become the enemy to them. Because those people don't want to get cut off. They don't want to lose the benefits. They don't want to lose that fucking crutch. That they have had. Probably their entire life. If you see somebody that's. I I want to say our age and older. But we can even go back to 30. 30, 40 years old and up. That never quite got their shit together. That always needs someone. It's like any form of enabling. It doesn't happen overnight. It's because they created that fucking person. Also in this family's, Let me tell you what happens. The same shit that someone else does. It could even be somebody they claim they care about. Friends. Fucking uh, long distance cousins. It could be acquaintances. Whatever it is. These people will criticize and crucify people for the exact same shit that they let their children and loved ones buy with and always blame someone else. In a toxic family, they can run each other straight in the fucking ground. They can use each other. They will snitch each other, throw each other under the bus. But you cannot fuck with them. We cannot fuck with them. They still will defend each other. And just a little side note. Why do you think they never leave? Why do you think they all stay together does that do, do, have I ever thought about that? It's because they can't go nowhere else with that bullshit. No one else will tolerate it. The only one that will tolerate them is them. But it goes back to some of this tradition shit and some of these sayings that people do, which is with family, no matter what, all bullshit. It's all bullshit, and just something else. Most traditions within families come from religion, which came from the elders. Most people I know, most people in general, especially our age and our age group, give or take 10 years, maybe a little younger, will never fucking question it because it came from that. And because they are scared and they've been terrified to question any elder, anyone that's an authority figure, anyone that is a parent. Grandpa, anybody that has any of that, especially if they start using scripture doctrine on them. They've been terrified at a young age. Also within these families. They have a lot of family secrets. These people will put a knife in each other's back and fucking be cooking out and fucking going to a family gathering within a couple of weeks. Or even shorter time. It's only outsiders that they have a problem with. Because outsiders usually if they have any common sense will be able to come and see right through that shit. Have you ever noticed a lot of families they call it like there are families out there that are genuine and they really like getting together and they really like spending time together. No fucking doubt. But I've used this example a lot as well. You will. It's kind of like toxic couples. You're not going to find a, a a couple that's Jealous, insecure, got going through look. Couples that are go go through shit all the time are always going through shit. You see them going through shit ten years later, they're still going through shit. It doesn't matter if they're attractive, they make money, all that shit is fucking irrelevant. You will not find a couple that's extremely jealous, that has fights all the time about everything, that is up each other's fucking ass, that is always Seems to be something going on with them. You will not find them with the non-jealous open-minded couple. At all. Because whichever one in the relationship is a little let jealous. Because here's how it goes. If one person is jealous and the other one is not. That jealous person will change that person who's not jealous. Understand that it never works the other way. A person that is secure that is not jealous, that is reasonably open-minded, who is not a fucking stalker, who isn't going to be following you all the time, or jealous or insecure, any of those things, they're not going to change the other person. So you're not going to find them with couples or other people that are open-minded, who uh, are about growth and about evolving, because whichever one is the... More dominant one out of them is going to make sure that they pull their partner or spouse or family member away from them. I get it all the fucking time. Do you hear that? I get it all the time. If it's a jealous couple, if it's a family, if it's a, if it's a fucking uh, uh, narcissist mom, if it's a jealous man, I can see right through them. Yes, snap of a fingers. And anybody that's listening to this who knows that you know who you're talking. You know who I'm talking about. I get it over and over. Because we're not those people. And how I'm not those people is I've been there. And when you're not there, look, some people can't even see it. It's like being a drug addict. It's like any drug addict, miserable relationship, hate your job. You do not see it because you're still in it. You can't see it. Usually you can find these people, they don't stray far. They stay in the same town. And if you ever notice, there are other family members who move off. May come back to visit, but don't move back permanently. You can usually find them a lot different than them. They stay there because they can't go nowhere else. I mean, they could, but no one is going to put up with their bullshit like their own family. People tell you family above anything. That's bullshit. That's why some of them are exactly where they're at. And even if they have a reasonable amount of success. You know, you could take a person that's... Let's. You could use any example. Uh, if it's a woman or a man, and let's say the person, whether they're on drugs or let's say one of them sleeps around a lot, let's say one of them uh, can't keep a job, they will make. You'll find this toxic family mentality. They will make every excuse in the book. But let that be somebody else. They have fucking something to say, lazy motherfucker, she sleeps around, he's worthless, he's he's the one that, they got around a bad crowd and he gave them the drugs, or she gave him the drugs. They just fell in with the bad crowd. Motherfuckers, one thing I've had to tell people in my own life, is you need to realize that your family and sometimes your children, and you are the bad crowd. It's just that fucking simple. But we don't want to acknowledge that. You know what we're pissed off about? We're not pissed off about people lying. We're not pissed off about what people did to us. Some of you, you're not pissed off about any of those things. No one actually did anything to you. All they did was fucking tell the truth. Never called you by name. Never fucking called you out. Never did any of that shit. So what people like this do sometimes, they're extremely miserable. So they try to throw people under the bus. They try to find dirt on them. They do this because it gets them attention from other people. They think if they can find shit on people or they can dig something up, that they'll think that their life is a little bit more miserable than theirs. They like to see pleasure in other people's pain. But what are you going to do when you don't have nowhere to go with it? I mean, where are you going to go with it? I mean, who are you going to tell? Did you get fucking paid for it? Did you get a fucking promotion? What are you going to do? When these people call their self out... And you have to deal with them in person. What the fuck are you going to do then? See, we're taught by the elders that we're supposed to take care of these people that we enable. Remember, enabling is disguised as love. Enabling is not love. So I'm going to go back to the end. This is not the enabling podcast, but let me ask you. When you when we create these people, there are some people, whether it be children or whoever, this is not necessarily children. You know, maybe their family had nothing to do with it or little to do with it. Or they started Tough Love a long time ago and it didn't take. I, I, can, I, can, uh, I can relate to that. We'll talk about that in more podcasts. Again, if you got any fucking question about where I stand on anything, feel fucking free to reach out to me. I will not only do it in this, I'll do it in fucking person. See, most of you motherfuckers ain't ready to deal with people in real life. That's why you slander people on social media. That's what, that's what, and so what they do is they get their family on board with it. And they tell them stuff. And to the naive family members, they believe it. My mom said it. My sister said it. My fucking uncle said it. Let me tell you something. Usually you got that one person in family, in your family, one or two people you get fucking information. Every now and then it's a whole fucking family like that. I, I can see now there's families I know. God damn, every one of them is like that. It took me years to figure it out. Some of them are just fucking upset because they don't have nothing going on, man. They're stuck in life. It's sad. Either you don't fuck with them no more, you didn't want them, you quit acknowledging them. They see that you're happy. They see that you've moved on with your life. They see you're making progress. And they're not, and they're not going to. It has nothing to do with money. It's a mentality, it's a broke mentality. If, look, broke has nothing to do with your money. It doesn't. Being broke is mentally, spiritually, in your soul. That's passed down generation to generation. We are, The other shit we pass down generation to generation is that tradition shit. You're supposed to take up form because of this. And again, you can trace most religions, I mean most traditions back to religions. And most people will follow without a question. It's kind of like, look, you know, I'm going to address some religious stuff later, but I'm not going to attack any religion. That's not what I do. I try to stay away from that, politics. It's like saying, like, you have a reasonable amount of people in your family that may be gay. Uh, And and that's fine. I have, look, that, that means nothing to me. As long as children aren't getting harmed or nothing is against anybody's will. Then I have no problem with it. We'll talk about other stuff later. I have a lot of friends that are gay, both sides. But on that, by that same, they'll these people will turn around and slander other people, and and criticize them for living a different way. It's kind of like I have a reasonable amount of people I know who are either Baptist or Catholic. Just just, just them two specifically. Well, these people don't believe in a lot of things. They don't believe in this. they don't believe in that. Hey, don't believe in gay marriage. you don't believe in going you don't believe in uh, non-traditional relationships. but here's what you do believe in. You do hey, we can't get a divorce. We're supposed to stay married. we're supposed to do this. But you know what these people do who criticize people. Who live non traditional relationships and everything inside these families and inside this culture? Maybe they believe in multiple affairs over the years. Maybe they believe in long as it doesn't class, uh, long as it isn't their family, then it's okay. You don't believe in divorce, but you believe in having affairs. You believe in fucking cheating within the family. You believe in, hey, there's families I know, there was molestation that went on by the elders. And the fucking grandparents that are already gone, I never it never left my mouth because those people are already gone. But you know what y'all are supposed to do? You're supposed to talk about that within the family so it doesn't happen to anyone else. It happened in the church. You see what I'm saying? They, these people pick and choose that the rules that apply to them. Oh, no. That's not right in your relationship. you shouldn't live like that. y'all shouldn't engage in that activity, so what most of these people do, they claim they're very traditional, that go by these standards, they're rituals. you know what they do they just they just do it they just do it on the down low. They lie about it, they hide, they hide it, and the thing is, they all know about it. They always find out about it, but because they tie religion to it and scripture, all is good, they got forgiven. And they'll keep doing it. You can have you can have someone that may be together 20, 30, 40 years, string of affairs, one or both of them. And because they work it out and because they're in the church and because it's tradition, it's overlooked. But you can have somebody that is like that openly and is honest about it and doesn't do it behind anybody's back fucking criticize the shit out of them. It's kind of like people... Look, I, I, I've i been vocal about this. I don't smoke weed. I don't care for it. I don't even like the smell of it. Should I think they legalize it? Yes, they should. There are so many benefits from it. It's just not my thing. And I've talked about in past podcasts the reason being because I grew up around it. It was always around me, so I, 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 didn't, I didn't care for it. Uh, I have my different reasons for it. People who got used to get criticized like a motherfucker for that. Call them fucking... Look, weed's not, not, you're not a fucking drug addict if you smoke weed. But you can fucking be a stone cold fucking drunk. You can be a lazy fuck. You can live off of fucking welfare. You can pop fucking pills. You can do all that shit. And that's okay, but don't do that. Do y'all see the connection here? Don't, hey, don't go this place. Hey, let's say you want to go to a strip club with your partner. Or you want to go to a place It's all nude. Whatever it is, that's your ride. That's your relationship as long as you're both okay with it. People criticize you. They'll go home and look at porn behind the other person's back. Instead of being okay that they're okay doing it together. I mean, the, the list goes on. This is really hitting the fucking nerve with some. But just because you say you're that or just because you fucking hide it doesn't make it any different. And this is the reason so many families stay like that. Look, when it gets back to enabling, I want to ask this, and this goes to so many podcasts. When we enable people and we say it's none of no one else's business what we do for our children, what we do for our family. So the other family members that don't get involved, I've seen it firsthand so much in my own family and other families I know, both sides. When you got that person that's younger, that you'll say, well, that's my mom and dad. Well, that's my aunt and uncle. My grandparents do that. Now that's, that's what they do. Ain't none of my business. Let me tell you something. It's going to be your fucking business when they're gone. Go back and listen to my other podcast. This is the fucking truth. Enabling is everybody's business. Unless you're ready to deal with the problem that someone else created, you better fucking speak up. Because when the elders pass, the people that or whoever takes care of these people and does every fucking thing for them, it's going to be somebody else's problem. So maybe at 30, it's not that big a problem. Maybe at 50 or 60, it is. It creeps up on you. It just kind of comes. You know what I mean? It kind of happens. Who's going to deal with these people? Are you going to house them? Are you going to pay their bills? Are you going to take them to the doctor? Are you going to take care of their children? So when you think it's nobody's business and you don't want to get involved, these people that are doing this, it's usually the elders, they're not going to live forever. And it, sooner or later, it's going to be somebody else's problem. We just get pissed because it's the truth. We, let, we will let our family, I don't, but I'm saying in general as a society, we let people, we let our family members buy and our children by what we fucking criticize and crucify other people for. We need to, the only way shit changes is we got to swallow this brutal truth and we got to fucking take action on it. You know, we talk about this generation and I'll get into this in another podcast. We fucking created this generation. We did this. And we'll talk about that later. We're responsible for it. And we're pissed off. And what are we blaming it on? Who are we blaming it on? There's only a certain things that parents are responsible for. Obviously, I got kids that are two totally different. It seemed like they were even raised different. But they weren't. And a toxic family is often passed down generation to generation. And how they neutralize people, a lot of times, is with their religion quoting scriptures. There's a reason if you take a small town, a lot of people are related. They, sometimes they can't make it nowhere else. They don't want to make it nowhere else until people start dying off. And then what happens? Somebody else gets a problem that didn't ask for it. You know, there's, there's often a mindset that people in small towns have better morals and better values. You know what that really means? They just fucking hide it and lie about it. There's a reason. If you go to bigger towns, more suburban or urban areas, or people that have a little culture to them. What's a big deal in a small town is not a big deal to those people. Go go around them. Even if you're going to stay in the same town, I rec- I encourage you to go travel. Meet different people. Some things are not a big deal to these people. And, you know, it's just like gossip. People that spread gossip, people that know everyone's business. Understand this. Whoever that person is in your family or your circle, especially in your family, if they tell you everything, what the fuck do you think they tell everybody else? I know these people personally and multiple families, and it's never left my lips. Let me tell you this. Some of these same people that y'all, people get information from, They're the first ones to tell anybody stuff. We may not hear from them for months or for years. Let somebody get pregnant. Let somebody get a divorce. Let somebody cheat. Let someone go to jail. Let someone get caught stealing. And I see these people together the next fucking week or the next month. Because the only people that's going to tolerate is people like that. See, when you don't tolerate that shit and you start growing and you're evolving... Yeah, you damn right people change. You're supposed to change. And it's intimidating to them when you don't have nothing in common with them. And you know what? You'll find in a toxic family, you'll find people, they like to throw shit in your face that happened years ago. See, they don't have nothing else. And you know who it works on? It works to naive people. People that don't get out of there. I have friends like this. I love them dearly. One of the, the spouses will do it. The sister will do it. Listen, they do it. To guilt these people, pressure them, and persuade them into not liking someone else. And in these families, a lot of times when the mom or the elders, when they're pissed at somebody, understand this is very crucial. I've seen this so many times. They The children, the grandkids, the nieces, the nephews, whoever it is, they won't even know what the fuck happened. But if that person's mad at them, then everybody needs to be mad. And chances are... They know that the person that the the parent or the aunt, the uncle, the cousin, the mom, whoever it is. If they look back at their character, they know they're the ones that probably did it. People are mad at other people for what they fucking did. Stuff that that, that, that didn't actually happen to them. Mom said be mad. Grandma said be mad. Tia, aunt said be mad. So I'm mad. Dad said, be mad. My uncle's not talking to you. My brother, you did this to my brother. When we know these people's character, we know who they are. We know how they are. And this is why this cycle just hits on repeat. Being broke is a mindset. These these people all enable each other. That's why they never get out of the rut they're in. They use each other. They don't want somebody to come along that can see right through that shit. So I recommend if you're in this setting, there's gonna be more on this. I already had this I already had this uh set up. I just kinda of wanted to go over some main topics today before we really dissect because I want to get into, you know, narcissist mothers, uh controlling fathers, uh, uh helicopter moms and their and and, and uh uh smothering moms and their golden boys. Uh, You know, here's another thing. It's no secret of what I've been through with one of my children. And I've had a lot of talks with people in law enforcement, people in parole board, people, uh, psychiatrists, different things like that, whether it be email, whether it be verbally, uh, different things like that. And I've used this before and I'll say this again. We don't never want it to be our children. We don't never want it to be our family. If you really want to bake gener- generational curses, you can fucking just save the religious shit. Let me tell you something else, and I'll get back to this later. Religious people, now this is, let me get back to this real quick. Let me tell you what a woman said is on a parole board in Texas. One of the main people That sees this every day, all of this tragedy in and out every fucking day. She said this, and I quote, every grandmother, every mom, every baby's mama, every aunt, every girlfriend, every wife, every sister. They all want their men and their boys out of here and don't want them in jail, but they keep sending them back. By not making them be held accountable for their actions earlier in life. The same people that hire parole attorneys, that spend money, that get lawyers. They'll have the same same ones will be back in here within a couple of years. Because they enable them. Now, I may have chopped that up a little bit. But I have it. I have it in written form. I have to find it. And I've used that so much because I always thought something similar. And when I heard it like that, Mm, so crucial. Now, it's not saying men don't do it, but this is a woman speaking of other women on men. Nobody can help you more in this life than your family. No one can ruin your fucking life more than that. But what happens is it's disguised as love. It's kind of like I said, Mother's Day is coming up. Let me say this because I'll talk about this in Mother's Day podcast. Loving your mom is not because of what your fucking mom can do for you. Especially if you're a fucking adult. Doesn't mean you doesn't love and Doesn't mean she doesn't love you. Some of y'all couldn't do shit. It's not fucking funny. It's not cute. So all the people out there who are independent. That can operate and function without someone still taking care of their grown ass. Don't be jealous of these people. These people can't make it in life. These people are going to struggle the rest of their life, both mentally, financially, and physically. They will. And that's why they fall apart when small shit happens. It's a hard pill to swallow. So when we talk about what's going on with this generation, the next generation, here are some of the problems. These people can do the same shit within their family. Let's say you have one person or two people. And it could be women or guys. Let's say all of these. Let's say you take four guys, three guys. This is this is crucial. This is this is fucking explicit shit. They sleep with one girl. Girl's a whore. The girl's a slut, and all that. All the guys are related. They are or another one gets with someone else's woman within the family. She's the whore. She's the slut. What does that say for them? Is that not a brother? Is that not an uncle? How about if it's the opposite way? How about if it's three or four women related? Or more than that? And the common denominator is one or two guys. The guy's not related to that family. All the women are related. Then they're pissed off at that person. It's kind of like catching somebody cheating. I'm going to kill that motherfucker. If it's a guy, I'm going to kill that motherfucker. Well, she did it openly. Are you not pissed at her? Going back to what I said. You can chase, usually chase this back... And follow the fucking path back to religion. Hey, you don't believe in getting a divorce. You don't believe in doing this. You just believe, believe in having affairs, cheating, running around, splitting up, getting back together, putting putting your hands on each other, fucking mentally or physically abusing each other or both. You believe in that shit. You just don't believe in other shit. Man, the list goes on with this. This might be fucking part four or five. It might be part fucking ten. I'm going to leave this right here for right now. I'm going to jump on here do a bonus episode for Mother's Day. And... I'll see y'all here shortly, next 48 hours. Stay humble, live savage, love y'all.